you are about to get introduced to a young woman that I am in a situationship with. Her name is Miss California, and I'm going to withhold her identity on this show because it's a little messy. <laughs> it's a little messy of a situation that we've been in. But what I want you to do is spend a couple of minutes, if you don't mind, because I want to introduce you to her, and I want to get your honest opinion. Like, do you think this can go from a situationship to a relationship with all the things that we have been through and still have to go through today on the show? Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. Glad to have you here. This may be your first episode, or maybe pop in every now and then, or maybe you listen to all 177-ish. I think it's 177 of the episodes. And um, this is a podcast based on live, laugh, and love your mom. We uh, live our lives out loud. We introduce you to our situationships and just talk about life, the good parts and the bad parts. We laugh a lot and we love my co-host, my mom, and you'll meet her here in just a couple of seconds. She's just the greatest person ever. Really quick though, uh, if you're brand new, you could do a huge favor and all I need you to do is hit the subscribe button. Uh, wherever you're listening to this is Apple Podcast or Spotify or Radio.com or wherever. Huge, 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 huge favor for me. Uh, we don't, you know, we don't charge for episodes, but all we ask is that you subscribe. So if you just hit that Bing subscribe button really quick, we'll wait. Oh, it's kind of sad to sing now, isn't it? Sing something else. Uh, switching the positions for you. All right. You good? Thank you for subscribing. And also, if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you'll hit that five-star review, really, really appreciate it. Okay. This is my mom. My co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. So, yeah, we'll get to Miss California here in just a couple of minutes. In case you're new to the show, my mom and I always come on and we just kind of catch up with life, share life with you, and you share your life with us. And that's kind of how this podcast works. Um, I am in my COVID scare number 157 since this whole thing started. Oh, no. I, I'm either dehydrated or have COVID. I'm not sure which one it is. I mm. am like super hyper cautious now about everything and we um we we're just getting back from thanksgiving break we took a couple of days off and um which is weird it was it was uh i didn't know what to do with all my free time mm -hmm. um and the only thing that i did around other people is i finally sucked it up because i'm like i can't i was literally sitting in my in my apartment the whole time right. and uh i was like i'm going to go to this this boxing gym that i go to uh -huh. and um and just go do this workout on Saturday morning. And I went and the whole time I was so damn paranoid. So then of course today I wake up with like head congestion. I'm like <gasps> COVID. Um, <laughs> oh, like every like hour I'm like going to like taste tart things to make sure I haven't <laughs> lost my taste yet. Like I'm just, I'm being crazy over here. I feel like but I'm just super paranoid about it. But if you listen to this podcast enough, you know, that's a reoccurring theme about once a month I have my, my COVID freak out. So I've, uh, this is it. Maybe the second one for, uh, for the month of November. I'm not sure. Well, Maggie and I are planning to try for the fourth time. That's my sister, by the way. We call her Drum Maggie on the show. Drum Maggie um, to go to the event venue for her wedding tomorrow yeah. after the three of them, the wedding planner, the director there, and Maggie have all had COVID scares. And I'm the only one that hasn't had a COVID scare yet. So, <laughs> you think you're cursed? <laughs> we talked last week about bad omens, and yeah, my mm. sister. Every time she tries to go to plan her wedding, it's like somebody feels like they get COVID, and she hasn't mm. had a chance to do it yet. You know. Uh -huh. um, but I think of, of the three of them, only one of them actually did. So, well, that's not, <laughs> odds aren't great. Um, I. Know. I 
tomorrow, actually, for Ask My Mom, we do a segment on Tuesday called Ask My Mom, where it's like an advice segment, and we got a message over the weekend about uh, being friends with people that aren't taking it as seriously, and what are you supposed to do? So that's a little s- teaser for tomorrow okay. um, on the show. But yeah, I, I don't know. Do I have, I've been checking my temperature. I don't know. I never know if it's COVID or not. I hope it's not, but I'm just going to probably go get a test because I'm just paranoid about everything mm. in my life. Um. And you did One hang thing, out with Jess and Garage Boy, right? Yeah, but her, we're always super cautious because yeah. Jess and I both know that we can only uh, – if one of us goes down, it's really going to F the show, the radio show. And so mm-hmm. like, we're both very cautious about that. Yeah. So even more hanging out together, like we were outside. Yeah. But we did eat. Um, yeah. But other than that, like we were outside, we kept our mask on the whole time. Yeah. Uh, we just really kept space and uh, mask on because it's just, we're both mm-hmm. just paranoid about it. And neither of us want to get it. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'll I'm bet not you're sure fine. Just put it out of your mind. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. It's fine. Everything, Everything in 2020 fine. is fine. Yes. It doesn't matter how it goes. And well, now I've got some. Okay, go ahead. I got some devastating news I must share with the group. Uh oh. And after my very short lived excitement with the um, Coles Cash, I'm now no longer a Coles Cash guy. Oh, I'm not. I can't support I saw it anymore. that on Instagram. What happened? So I came on last week and I was like, you guys, <laughs> have you heard about Coles Cash? Because <laughs> I felt like I had like found the. <laughs> Uh, the, the newest and latest of the deals. Cause you know, I love a good deal. By the way, I got a pair of the AirPod pros, which retail for $250. I got them for $76 on black Friday. Cause I'm the best at deal. Fine. I was really proud of that one. I was really proud. Yeah. So, um, I was going to, um, get some, I was bragging about Kohl's cash. Cause I'm like, Oh my gosh, you guys, like I got, I bought this jacket and I got this Kohl's cash and I was able to get some shoes really cheap and it was great and blah, blah, blah. Well, Today, I found out that Kohl's cash is more of like an indentured servantry to Kohl's. <laughs> oh, no. Where pretty much, if you use your Kohl's cash, you are forever indebted to Kohl's. Forever. So, <laughs> let me explain. Uh, number one, um, I a lot of people mentioned this when I mentioned how much I love Kohl's cash. They were like, listen, it's great, but like you get sucked in. They basically, it's like, it's like their way of like bringing you back into the store constantly uh-huh. to keep using your Kohl's. Cause you're like, Oh my God, like if I don't go back in, I'm going to lose $15 worth of free merchandise. Uh-huh. I got to go back in and use it. So uh-huh. I got it. Okay. Uh-huh. That part makes sense. But here's the part about Kohl's cash. They don't tell you about and why I will no longer support Kohl's cash <laughs> okay. is because you, if you buy something, okay. If let's say you buy something, right. And you get Kohl's cash and you use your Kohl's cash. Yeah. They ever hold that over your head if you try to return something you bought when you earned your Kohl's cash. Uh-oh. So, for example, I went and I told you I bought a bunch of jackets. What I usually do is I don't try stuff on in stores. And so I will buy like a medium and a large of everything. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll put it on and I'll take back the other one. I'll, I'll either mail it back or I'll take it back. Uh-huh. Well. I so I bought a bunch of coats and I was trying them on. I sent them back, or I, I took back this one that I wasn't going to wear. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's very nice, very friendly. You know, everybody at Cole's very friendly, very friendly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how they get you because you're like, oh, it's free cash in there, nice. <laughs> like, oh, well, I do see. It's like, I got you, no problem here. It's like, oh, I do see though that you use that Cole's cash. So that thirty dollars you, you thought you were going to get back over here is actually nine dollars because we have to remove the Cole's cash. So then I'm like, wait a minute. 
So now, because I've used the Kohl's cash, yeah, I'm basically like voided out my jacket. But I did not. I didn't stand for it because I know what they wanted me to do. They wanted me to be like, well, I'm just going to keep the jacket then, right? No, no, no. <laughs> I returned the jacket and I got my nine dollars and I huffed and puffed out of there. I was like, oh well, I'm just going to. Did I buy? Did I then buy eighty three dollars <laughs> or more merchandise at Kohl's? Yes, I did. Oh no. But still, I can no longer support. Kohl's cash. I'm not going to stand by where we're like sucked into their system because if you use your Kohl's cash, you can't take back stuff that you already had. I feel like Kohl's cash should be given with no strings attached. You know, like, hey, this is uh, this is your reward. Uh-huh. I've never seen someone give you a coupon and then take it back. <laughs> if you try to take this, like, I, I wasn't trying to scan the system. I really wasn't. I just need my the coat didn't work. It was too big. <laughs> so I got I got damn twenty. I spent thir- I went out and bought more shoes. Oh, I bought geez. a pair of shoes. I spent more money at Kohl's only to get my Kohl's cash revoked. Oh, God. So I'm no longer I'm no longer Kohl's cash guy. And I'm disappointed. Uh, I was really excited, but just, no, it's fine. But if you use it, you better not take anything back. Or you're going to get it revoked. Right. It's going to forever be. If you use that Kohl's cash, like you better be sure you want that item. <laughs> you're not. Don't change your mind because that's because it's not coming back to yeah. you. They're gonna slap you on the wrist. Hmm. Um, so they didn't I, give you. They didn't give you like. Let's say it was fifteen dollars in Kohl's cash. They didn't give the Kohl's cash back to you. No, they, they, it they just goes away. From the price they subtracted from my refund price. Oh, huh? Okay. So like, yeah, we're not. Like, that turned into like real cash. Then then yeah. it wasn't Kohl's cash. It was they, they kept real cash, <laughs> yeah. monopoly money. And I was like, this is not. <laughs> I don't like this anymore. Um, yeah. We'll talk more about Thanksgiving. This is kind of a special episode. So we'll talk more about Thanksgiving um, coming up. And I want to know how Thanksgiving was at the Yancey household. And uh, I'll talk about my Thanksgiving probably tomorrow. We'll catch up on all that. Okay. This episode. A lot of new people are probably coming in for the first time. Okay. Um, I did want to ask a question, though, before we get to the Miss Californian for the quote for the day. Okay. Um, the... I, I think every white person does this, but no other race understands it. And I want to test that theory because we have a very diverse audience that listens mm-hmm. to this show, which I love. And we have a very di- – we are all so different that yes. all come together for one mission to feel like connected and part of a unit, which I love. But we, if you looked at us like in a lineup, you would never be like, oh, yeah, they're all connected to, from, for one way or another. And I love that. Um, because we do. Because we share, we, we like learn so much about each other. And we have so many different perspectives with like segments like Ask My Mom and things. I think it's great. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I think this is a white person thing, and I need someone to confirm this because now it's happened twice in my life to, to non-white people, or at least non-Americans. Uh, well, one one non-white person and one non-American, and uh, so I'm just curious. So, Mom, explain what you guys did on Thanksgiving night. So, Brian, well, we decided we would watch a movie, and then Brian said, "That's my brother, by the way." Yes. And he and his husband were here, and he said, let's watch National Lampoon Christmas Vacation. And we go, oh, yeah, that's so funny. Let's do it. Let's find it. And Aunt goes, what's that? Now, Aunt is my brother's husband who's from South Africa. Right, exactly. And, And so we're like, you've never seen Christmas Vacation? And he's like, no, never heard of it. So we watched it, and what was so funny about it was, at the end, um, we asked Aunt what he thought about it because he was, you know, he was kind of amused by it, but not, you know, roaring like we were. Right. And he said, "My, my family, listen, my my dad, my, they can watch that 
damn Chevy Chase <laughs> National Lampoon movie. In case you don't know what it is, the movie came out what in the eighties, mom? Maybe, uh, maybe, yeah. It was a uh, what's that director's name that everyone's like thought was like or had seen Breakfast Club and um. Well, I'm uh, not John, sure of the director, uh, but the main character is Chevy now, Chase. Now we have to, we got to give out some facts on this. Okay. John Hughes, John Hughes uh, okay. movie. Okay. Uh, National Lampoon uh-huh. Christmas Vacation came out in 1989. Uh-huh. Um, it, the quick synopsis of, let me pull up the Wikipedia of this, because I feel like most people know, but I don't want to talk over people's heads on this one, thinking okay. everyone knows. Okay. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, 1989 um, American Family Comedy. It's third installment in the National Lampoon Vacation Series, and it was written by John Hughes. Um, blah, 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 blah. It stars Chevy Chase, Be- uh, Beverly D'Angelo, and Randy Quaid. Um, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, it's about... I'm trying to get like a quick synopsis in case you have no idea what this movie is about. Um, here we go, right here. As the holiday approaches, Clark Griswold, who is Chevy Chase, wants to have a perfect family Christmas. So he pesters his wife, Ellen, who is played by Beverly D'Angelo, and children as he tries to make sure everything is in line, including the tree and the house decorations. However, things go awry quickly, kids. That's the hijinks. His cousin, Eddie, who's played by Randy Quaid, and his family show up on plan and start living in their camper on the Griswold property. Even worse, Clark Clark's employer's revenge on the holiday bonuses he needs. Uh, and that's, that's literally the movie. <laughs> you, just, you just saw the movie. <laughs> um, I went, I felt like everyone like saw that movie and like loved it. Cause keep in mind, I grew up in a primary, I mean, we were diverse, went to a very diverse high school, but my right. neighborhood was like very white yes. church, very white, like it's just white. Yes. Um, and so I just thought like everybody like watched and loved that movie of the holidays. But as I am meeting new people of different cultures and different races, I'm realizing that no, it's very much a white person thing to do <laughs> is to watch the national lampoon Christmas vacation. So I, um, I, I, I'm very, uh, I'm very curious on if you would call in on this 888-Kramer8, 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8. Do you either watch or like National Lampoon? Maybe you saw it and you're like, what? Like I took, um, I took Miss California, the girl that I'm in this situationship with. Um, and we went to see it on theaters last year, like back oh. when we actually went in the movie theater. Yeah. I took it. It was showing one night only or something. And I took oh. her to see it. Uh-huh. And she's, you know, she's, she's half Mexican yes. and, uh, yeah, you know, eh. <laughs> she didn't, it wasn't like, it wasn't like a thing for her. It she wasn't didn't like really a, see the humor in it. It's not really. I think it's a, <laughs> literally an exclusively white person thing. If you like that movie, you must be white. Um, and I, and I think every white person loves uh-huh. that movie. I think yeah. if you're, oh yeah. Like, I've never met a white person that doesn't love National Lampoon Christmas Vacation. Well, because it's such a farce about our race, yeah. right? It's like yeah. we're laughing at ourselves. Yeah. Because it's so insane, but there's so many truths to it. I know. This word is oh, ridiculous. Gosh, so anyway, it's crazy. Call in, call in over that 888-Kramer8, 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8. I'm making a prediction right now. If you're white, you watch it a lot and you love it and you think it's the funniest movie ever. And if you are not white or you're not from America and you, maybe you're white, you just, you don't get it. You think it's dumb or like, what? Like, why are we, why is this a movie? So 888-Kramer8, that's the predictions of the calls that I think will come through over that topic. 
Okay. We'll Mom. see if Aunt wants to watch it next year. Yeah, we should we should talk to Aunt on the we should talk to him on the uh, the podcast. Maybe we'll get him on this week. And we've never talked to my brother's husband before. No, he's interesting. Um, okay, let's get every day. By the way, in case you're new to our podcast, every day we do a quote on our show because that's really what our you know my mom's super motivational. She's always got good wisdom to share and kind of get your head in the right place, and that's important to uh, to us here on the show. So we always do a quote of the day, and we'll get to that now, Mom. Okay, this is from Thich Nhat Hanh, one of my favorites, and he says to love in such a way that the person you love feels free. And I think that is so appropriate for your situationship, right? And why do you say that? Well, because she is free and you are free to make your own choices about the next step. And in a relationship, you should always respect the other person's freedom to do what they choose. Even if you disagree with it, you can, you know, work through it. Um, but never make people feel like they're hostage to your ideas and that you aren't free to have your own beliefs and to do the things in your life that may make you happy that wouldn't necessarily make others unhappy but you know i know in in my life with your dad i've always felt free to pursue what i wanted in my life and was always supported by that and i hope hopefully i did likewise with him but i think that's so important well, I think what you'll find with today's episode, because her and I already already had the conversation, uh-huh. is that uh, yeah, like she's uh, she's free, all right. And <laughs> if it was up to her, she'd probably be here by now. So well, good for her. Uh, no, but it is important, you know. And uh, our we'll get later on the show today. Um, we're gonna hear. We're gonna do a kind of a made me laugh, made me think here at the end about just about relationships. We, at the end of the show, by the way, we just, so we, we either do a made me laugh or made me think. And just depending, it's either like a, something that makes you think about, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> um, but today, today is Steve Harvey. And oh, gosh, he is just talking about how like, you're really, you're no man, like you're, you're no one's property. Um, like, like you're committed to the other person, but you're still your own person. That gets, yes. that gets blurry sometimes, you know, in a relationship, mm. I, I know in my marriage, it got really blurry mm. where like you really wanted to start making decisions for the group. I think I made decisions. My, all of my decisions were, mm. and, and a lot of them have to be made on a group situation because you are a unit, mm-hmm. but then to be able to also have your own mind, this is where I really started losing my own way was mm-hmm. like, it all became group think versus uh-huh. like your own thing. Uh-huh. And, um, I don't know. I don't, I, I think that we both just didn't do a great job of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it just became like, well, what's the other person, how the other person's going to feel. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what is, where is the fine line on that mom? Cause I think it is kind of a tricky situation when you're in a relationship because you do have to, you know, you're kind of are committed to making the other person feel a certain way. Like, for example, if mm. I'm in a relationship, I can't just go out and do anything I want to do. Well, um, no, but but you can still have your own thoughts and your own ideas and uh, your own, you know, life ambitions and plans. It doesn't mean to exclude them. Yeah, it just means to love them in a way. That's what he says: love in a way 
makes the other person feel free so yeah. that they're not bound to feeling like you're not going to be supportive or that you'll be judgmental or that you'll shoot them down immediately. You know, give each other some breathing room to be free to express themselves and to be who they are. Right. Yeah. Huh. Well, I think that's a good one and something that we can all take and put into our situationships. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I'm not the only person to listen to this podcast is in a situation ship, but maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. Dear. Okay. When we get back, we do have, uh, well, for the very first time, I've never done this in any kind of situation that I've been in uh, dating wise. I'm actually going to introduce you to a girl that I've been in a situation ship with for uh, over a year now. And our story is not, listen, it's not the cutest of stories. It's not the... Uh, most wrapped up in a bow, precious thing you're going to hear. It's not a Disney movie for sure. Um, or if it is, it's a very one of the very tumultuous ones. Um, but you'll meet her. Her name is Miss California. She's on here in just a couple of seconds. Uh, Why do I feel her. like I'm getting ready to listen to an episode of The Bachelor? I mean, it, because you pretty much are. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, really quick shout out to our friends over at Bear and Bloom. Mm-hmm. Uh, love Bear and Bloom. They actually today are having their Cyber Monday sale. And I want you to know that because it's really important. Bear and Bloom is a natural hair and uh, makeup line that we promote here on the show. And the skin, hair, and baby is pretty much what, what they cover. And, and they've got a really cool backstory. There are a couple out of North Carolina, uh, South Carolina, North mm-hmm. Carolina, South South Carolina, Um, Ahmed and Savannah, those are their names. And they're a couple. And Savannah was going through a pregnancy and she was having all this weird stuff happen to her body. And her husband is a chemist Mm -hmm. or does something with like uh, molecule stuff, smarter (laughs) than all of us kind of stuff. And so like, she was like, listen, I really want to create some like natural stuff because my body's acting so weird. And I want, I want to like heal my body in a natural way. And so they literally created their own hair and skin line. And it's been fantastic. We've had so many people that listen to this podcast have such great feedback about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, today is their, um, is their Black Friday, I mean, not Black Friday, uh, Cyber Monday sale. So I'm going to tell you how to get that discount in a couple seconds. I do want to recommend for you their anti-aging. They call it the Glow Serum. It is their bouillon. I think it's just, I mean, it keeps me looking. I mean, if I'm going to date a 29-year-old, I can't be looking all 37. You Look know what I mean? out. So I gotta if this is gonna work out, I gotta make sure I keep it keep it on lock over here. The, the bouillon is great. My mom uses it, I use it too. It's really good. I also want to recommend one thing that a lot of people try is a puffer buffer and have great results with that. It's under eye serum, uh, which rolls on. It's one roll under each eye and it literally will take you from looking like you know you get on Zoom meetings sometimes, you look at yourself like oh, I look so tired. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it alleviates alleviates that problem. Uh 30%. 30% off is still going on right now, site-wide, by using the uh, code BLK, BLK Friday. BLK Friday. You can save 30% off. That's extended through, unless they change their code overnight, which you might want to go check out their Instagram. That code's not working. Or send me a DM, and I'll, I'll, I'll set you up with a new code. Now, if you do use that code to get 30% off, which you should, because it's better than our podcast code, mm-hmm. will you please just send them a message and let them know that you still purchased your item from our podcast? Because if you use the code Kramer, you get uh, 20% off your purchase. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't see why you wouldn't just go ahead and on this amazing sale and use 30% off, but we don't get credit for that. Like when they're looking over their records to see like who they're advertising with and how it's working, if they don't see, they, we only get credit for how many times the term Kramer is used. So uh, yes, uh, make sure that you just send them a message to let them know that you found out about their products on mm-hmm. Certified Mama's Boy. So Bear and Bloom 
Cosme, I'm sorry, Bear and Bloom Naturals.com. Bear and Bloom Naturals.com. Bear and Bloom Naturals.com. Use the code BLK Friday, or you can scroll down the show notes and there's a link there to go check out Bear and Bloom. Also, today's podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Linen Fit because there's nothing more annoying than your sheets not fitting. And that's why we prefer Linen Fit. See where they got their name from? Listen, it's actually a great time for you to think about new sheets as a gift for yourself or for somebody else. And with Linen Fit's patented technology they're going to ensure that your sheets will fit no matter your mattress your lifestyle or your wallet like maybe you've got a nectar or a purple or a casper mattress linen fit will stay on all night long they're even adjustable match or even for adjustable mattresses like i have like a sleep number bed perfect right uh and they're perfect for your your wallet too they've got something i, th- I think they're affordable for every price and they got free shipping and free returns so if you're not comfortable with your purchase if you can always send it back it's hard to find bed sheets sometimes. Like, which ones are you supposed to go with? You can go to the store and just, you know, crack your finger into each bag and rub it, or you can take my opinion on it and go try Linen Fit, where every set of sheets is protected by their snug fit guarantee. Their sheets are guaranteed to fit any mattress height perfectly and comfortably. So, right now, by the way, Linen Fit's offering their listeners a certified mama's boy 20% off their purchase site wide at linenfit.com. Go check out all the different types. I mean, they've got flannel, microfiber, satin, cotton. Egyptian cotton, uh, the DuPont technology, which is for cooling. It's it's really cool. L-I-N-E-N-F-I-T.com. Use the code Kramer for 20% off your purchase over at Linen Fit. So the sheets I have, by the way, they're really good. All right. Yeah, Miss California here in a couple seconds. We uh, want to welcome a couple new certified fans. Oh, boy. And, uh, there's a lot of perks of becoming certified fans. Uh, one is you're going to get the extended version of what you're about to hear uh, with Miss California, uh, which I'm calling Miss California Uncut. Mm. And that's about, uh, about a little under an hour and a half of us talking about our whole entire situationship and where it's going and yada, yada, yada. So um, that's just one of the perks. You get all kind of all kind of perks, though. You get $5 off in the merch store the second you join. You get discounts. Um, we gave 20% off all merch for Black Friday. Uh, total of 20% off for all the new merch. Uh, just a lot of perks that you get. You get bonus episodes. You get um, a, a couple of new bonuses coming up in January. Uh, what else do you get? You get to be part of our Facebook group, which really mm-hmm. cool story on our Facebook group this weekend. Uh, I don't know if she wants me to make this completely public, but I'll just, I won't say her name, but I'll say the situation. There was a woman on, woman on there whose child, um, does she have a seizure mom yes. or something? Yes. She had a seizure and she just went on the group and she was like, Hey, can everybody just pray for my daughter? And like mm-hmm. we did. And like the whole group just kind of like just jumped in mm-hmm. and it was a really cool experience that played out over Facebook. And by the way, her daughter, uh, because her daughter like wasn't responding and it was right. cr- for like hours and hours and hours. Anyway, she's, uh, she's now, you know, on, on the men. So that's good. And yes, it was, thank it, it was, God. It was really special just to see the certified fans come together. It's just that's just kind of like what you're becoming a part of. Uh, want to say hello to one of our newest certified fans today, and I want I want to make sure I don't miss anybody. So let me see when they join. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. They joined on the. Okay, yes. Yeah, so this is one of our latest certified fan is Esther J. Esther J. lives in Ramona, California. So here's oh. your official. She went ahead and paid for a entire year, which. Thank you so much for that. So grateful. So okay. uh, for you, here's your official whoop whoop. Okay. Whoop whoop. By the way, you get a whoop whoop when you join. So that's enough. <laughs> we actually have a couple more to uh, to welcome. So oh, we'll get great. later on uh, this week. We'd love to add Fantastic. you to that list. 
So if you want to become a certified fan, support the podcast, just text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. Mm-hmm. And, and Mom, Esther, Esther oh. be, be sure and jump on our, our fan page. Yes, so it's important. much fun. It's our fan fam. Yep. It's great. Love okay. it. Welcome. Mom, this is where I got to leave you because okay. now things are going to get personal. Oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> All right. I love you. <laughs> love you forever. All right. So here she is. Uh, this is a young woman that I'm going to keep disguised. Um, if you go to my social media, you can see like a, a disguised picture of her. We're just trying to keep it kind of low key, you know, because I know she doesn't want to everyone to know it's her until she's got a guy that's willing to commit to her. So, and I appreciate that. And I'm the same way. Like we're still trying to figure this thing out. It's, it's not the most beautiful story, uh, but it's, it's been beautifully imperfect. And you'll see why when you meet her, I think she's just one of the greatest humans on the face of the earth. And we call her Miss California, my guest today. Miss California came into my life in a very peculiar way, one that's not the most romantic of all time, but it's still our story, so we'll go with it. Um, do you want me to tell the story or do you want to tell the story? You can tell it. I'll answer so, it. Okay. I was literally scrolling through Instagram and I I don't even know. I'd never seen you before in my life. Like I never noticed you, seen you, uh, knew of you, anything that I re- at, least, at least could recollect. But I remember, I, I, if I remember correctly, I was like sitting in my bed and all of a sudden this girl pops up in my Insta story and she's telling this story about how she had this huge breakthrough with one of her students. And what was that? Do you remember the story? I don't remember what it was about. Yes, of course I remember. It's um, one of my students. He suffered from social anxiety. And we did an activity together. And he had just this incredible breakthrough. And I was just so happy for him and his new friends that he had met that day. So I wanted to share it with all of my Insta family. Yeah. So I'm sitting here and I'm like, I don't know who this kid is, but the way that this, this woman, this young lady had told this story, I was like, wow, like this woman is genuinely passionate about this situation. And like, you could just feel the excitement about her and this other student. And it just something about that story made me just want to like reach out to you. And I don't remember exactly what I said. Lord knows. Do you remember exactly how, what I said back to you or how that even like I think sparked you, up a conversation? I mean, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I think you just like commented on his breakthrough. And I think you just said something like, wow, that's, that's incredible. Like, that's great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a, look at that. Look at that guy sliding in the DMs like that. But she was, yeah, this woman, this woman was beautiful. I was like, wow, she's beautiful. But it was like so much more than just like your looks. I mean, you obviously are attractive, but just like the way you told the story, I was like, wow, this is somebody I feel like I, I need to know. This is like during my dating heyday. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I got room for one more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we can laugh about this now, by the way. Oh. Um, I don't even remember how like the first part of our conversations went. Uh, obviously, I was very charming and dashing and said all the right things. Um, do you remember like your first impressions of me 
over Instagram to start conversations? So before I met you? Yeah. Yeah, we actually got into talking about like our spirituality and like our beliefs and stuff. Oh, that's right. Because you, you had mentioned to me that like other guys had made fun of you for, or had, what was the exact verb as you used about your spirituality? Um, I just felt like guys that I previously dated just always found my spirituality kind of like intimidating to them. Mm-hmm. What it was about, about it that scared them off or, I don't know, they just kind of judged me because I was a spiritual person. And you Not this guy, though. Breath air. Yeah. Yeah. I was a breath of fresh air. So good. So romantic. <laughs> so many different ways. I was just awesome. No, but I told her, I'm like, then maybe you're dating the wrong guy. And that's how I won her over. Got her. And even though, like, our spirituality wasn't the same, I just like that you were so passionate about. Like, the one thing about Miss California, she's very passionate about the things she's passionate about. That might be her Mexican side. But she, <laughs> the things that she really cares about, like she really, really cares about, like intensely. And I like that. It really intrigued me. And I don't remember how exactly I asked you out, but I think I said maybe we, we oh, it was about spirituality. I'm, I'm like, why don't we get to, why don't I take you to dinner and we can talk about spirituality or something like that, right? Do you remember the? Yeah, no, I exactly. Yeah. And then what happened? Did, did your heart flutter? Were you like, oh my God, this guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, okay, maybe I, I think I just need a new friend. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> and here we are, two years later, and we're still friends. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, wait, you, come on, you knew it was romantic at that point. I mean, we were flirting. No, you had no idea, you had no idea I was trying to ask you out at that point. We were flirting, we were definitely flirting, but, I mean, I was going to wait until I met you because that could have been something completely different. I don't okay. know. Maybe you were just telling me everything I wanted to hear. Yeah. You know? Sounds like something I might do. Exactly. Well, I, um, I was, so I guess we have even a further backstory than that because then I'm like, how in the world did I even connect with this woman? Like how, why is she on my Instagram? Like what's happened? And so I had to scroll back and like see our history. Um, and actually, you had reached out to me. Do you remember the very first time you reached out to me? Yeah, it was about. Um, yes, I do. I do remember. It and why did you reach out to me? Well, because I knew you were vegan, and, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I. Be honest. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> you don't have to give specifics that makes you uncomfortable, but, but tell them the theme of why you had reached out to me. Because I, at the time, believed in some products that were <laughs> vegan. <laughs> Y'all, she was trying to sell some shit to me. Literally, like two years prior. Two years prior. <laughs> She had reached out to me trying to sell me some shit. I'm like, and some, so I'm like, I know it. I knew you were vegan. I was like, there we go. Like, this he's, like might he's vegan. Be. He's a sucker. I'm cute. I'm sure he'll say yes to me. <laughs> so <laughs> I did not, though. I remember actually, I remember when I go back and I read that message because I was yeah. kind of interested at first. And then I, I remember I just kind of disappeared because you were like, so, so you're like pushing me. I was like, I don't want to like, I was not. Mm. 
Persona. A little pushy, I remember. No, I beg to differ. So she, uh, and I was like, this is like when I was still married too. So there was no, like, it was no flirtiness, no nothing. Um, but I was having, I was having some issues, some health issues. And she thought she had the perfect solution. Now that I know you, I genuinely think you were trying to help me. Cause I had been talking about these issues on the radio and I, I do feel like you were genuinely trying to help me, but I just think it's funny the way we connected the first time was you trying to sell me shit. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. So, okay. So here we are. We're like. Talking back and forth, and I remember that I gave you my phone number, and I, I was like, hey, text me. Why don't you just text me, and like we'll set something up or something. And uh, I remember the very first time you text me, I was actually over at another girl's house. <laughs> um, <laughs> if I'm being... A, com- <laughs> my... Yeah, this is yeah. brand new information. Yeah, I never told I never told you that before. I was at another woman's house when you text me, and I remember seeing it pop on my phone, and I was like, I don't. This, obviously, the, the number wasn't in my phone, so I had to like check and see who it was, and um, and then I realized it was you, and then well, I think I waited till I left, and then we just we picked up our conversation. It's <laughs> it's not the cleanest of stories, okay, people. Like I'm, I, I'm there's parts of the story I'm not proud of, and there's parts of the story that I feel like most people wouldn't share. But like, I just feel like it's only appropriate we like get the full truth out there, like the whole situation. So here it is, and I think that I, I asked you to go out to dinner, and I we were going to go over to Cafe Gratitude was the plan, and then we were going to go to what's the dessert place called? Extraordinary desserts. That's Extraordinary right. desserts. Yeah. The, wait, what'd you say? Yeah, we have dinner. Have dinner. Because if yes. we're going to get the whole truth, you have to let the merit canceled on me. Well, I know. We're going to get there. But didn't we already have – we we had these plans at first, right? Or did we not even make plans at all before I canceled on you? Um, no, we had plans. We had plans for dinner. We just didn't know exactly where yet. Okay. And – wasn't in the picture yet. When did I cancel on you? Do you remember how far out it was that I canceled on you? I think it was about a week. Okay. Cause I had gone to this. So I had gone to this, like I, I was obviously dating like multiple people. Right. And I had gone to this all day meditation thing and I was like, I need to like really focus on this one girl and I need to like, it's, it's like too much chaos and for those that have listened to this podcast and you know, you want to, you know, all, all the characters, this was like the first one. Uh, the first girl out of my marriage. And I was like, I just, I just gotta like get, I just gotta like, I can't, cause I, you know, we had like dated and then we had broken up and then we were just kind of like sort of figuring it out. But obviously I was still dating like a million different girls. And I was like, I just need to like focus on this one girl. But I had this other girl, right? This, this young Miss California over here that like, I was really genuinely excited to take out because I just, I just like really liked her spirit. I just liked her like her, her energy is so positive. She's just like such a positive light. And so, but I was like, I can't, I can't do this. I can't, I need to like go and just focus on this other girl. And so I actually, I came out of the meditation. I text her, I text Miss California. And I said, listen, I gotta be honest with you. Um, Cause we had, we and I have been texting back and forth. Hadn't we for like a, for pretty frequently, hadn't we at that point? 
I would say it, it probably wasn't every day, but probably every couple of days we would like to at least check in, right? So I said something like this may come as a surprise to you, but I'm going to have to cancel um, our uh, our date. I remember you being like, okay, you weren't like rude about it. I don't remember what you said, but you're like, okay, cool, thanks. And so that night I went home and her, me and the first girl, we got in a huge fight. And it's and like pretty much like those feelings were not, you know, she, it was just a mess. It was just a mess. And so then we were like, no. And we pretty much had like broken it off again for like the millionth time. And so the next day I wake up and I was kind of feeling like shit. I mean, it was, it was, it was the, it was the, it was the next day. Right. And what did I, do you remember what that text message said? And the first text you sent me. I remember it was like a sound. E S S S E P P. I keep them on the day before I cut things off because I'm like, I kind of have feelings for somebody else. Yeah. So you sent me that, and I was like, yeah. I was really surprised and shocked to hear you because I really didn't think I was going to ever hear from you again. Right. Uh, Did I leave the door open before or was I just like, sorry, bye? No, I was basically sorry, bye. But in a sweet, in a sweet way. It wasn't just like a jerk way. It was just more like, hey, I wish you the best. You're a great person. <laughs> right. Bye. <laughs> um, and then what? So my, my next message, 24 hours later, I'm st- <laughs> mm-hmm. And then yes. what did I say? You said, I know this is going to sound, I think, you know, more or less words, but it was like, I know this is going to sound so bizarre, but it didn't work out with the other girl. <laughs> it didn't work out with the other girl, and I would really like to take you out. I would really like to still take you out to dinner next week. <laughs> oh, my God. And I remember you kind of hesitated, didn't you? Yeah, I was like, I was like, no, why? Yeah, she was like, obviously not thrilled about that at all. Um, which I get, not again, not the cutest of situations by any means. Um, yeah. give me, give me reasons why I should, I should go out with you. And what did I say? Um, you gave me a few. It was cute. I'm a sucker for all of that, but you gave me a few reasons. I mean, it was just really cute. I don't know. Like, I don't remember exactly. But wrapped really her back cute. in. I wrapped her back in. And, and do we well, keep... Go ahead. Well, because, I don't know, like, the way I processed it all was like, okay, well, I feel like it kind of just encouraged to, I don't know, like, hit me back up and you know I appreciated your honesty and I don't know I guess I gave you the benefit of the doubt I guess I don't know if that's what you would call it but yeah like okay <laughs> because Miss California sees the best in everybody right like she can only see positives I think most women would get that and be like are you fucking serious right now like no dick like you literally like you obviously had feelings for somebody else enough for like more than me <laughs> But sweet little Miss California over here is like, okay, you know, it's 
you probably have the best of intentions and everything's fine. But, and, but I know, I mean, it wasn't, trust me, it was work. It was work to convince her that I like to, to give me a shot. And I was like, listen, it's just dinner. Like, it's just dinner, you know, like right. worst case scenario, you get a free dinner out of it and that's it. So I knew I really wanted to like meet her. Like she was just still in my brain. I was like, I really just want to feel this out with this girl. So fast forward, it was, do we keep that same day and time or do we change the date and time? Do you remember? I think we still have the same date. So there we go. We fast forward. We end up going over to Cafe Gratitude in Little Italy in San Diego. And I remember this This is the very first and only time this ever happened since you and I have been <laughs> together. But you were actually early to the <laughs> dinner. So I think I was either right on time, or maybe a minute or two late. And I walked in and there she was. There she was, Miss California in the flesh. And you never quite know how it's going to translate if you meet somebody from the internet. Like I said, I met a couple, I met a couple girls off Instagram. I never met anybody off a dating app, but I met a couple girls off Instagram. And it's just, it's like awkward. It's like awkward going from like pictures and text messages to going to real life. But I'll have, she loves to remind me of this of this part of our date, like the first 10, 15 minutes of our date. <laughs> Do you want to explain how it went? Yeah. So I was sitting, waiting for you to come and you were exactly four minutes late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not start keeping tabs on who's late when. Okay. <laughs> Cause you will lose that battle. But, um, yeah, no, you came in and I obviously thought you were attractive. Um, but when you sat down, you were, I don't know, I always say like, quote unquote, um, you were like, um, I don't know, you just had this like, claimer to you. It was very showy, very not genuine. <laughs> and like, what did that feel like? Like, what did it, what did it just, like, I, what was like, how would you even describe that? Um. Like, what was I saying or doing that, that. Was it like the things I was saying? Was it the way I was saying it? Like, what what gave you that sense that something felt disingenuine? I think it was just the way the way you spoke to me. It wasn't like it wasn't like rude or anything. It was just like how we were speaking over text and Instagram. It didn't translate like in person. It just didn't. Mm -hmm. It just didn't. I don't know what it was. It just seemed like you just were. Turned on, and I was just confused and so turned off. <laughs> right. I think I went into like I, I call it like Kramer mode. Like I, I was obviously uncomfortable. She was much more attractive in real life than she was. I mean, not much more, but she was. She it caught me off guard how attractive she was in real life versus how attractive she was on Instagram. And so it made me nervous. I, I like wasn't ready for it. I wasn't like comfortable. And so, yeah, I remember sitting there just trying to like turn on the, turn up the charm. And I think that just kind of came across as just being like a little hokey. Yeah, it was too yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I just listened to you. You did most of the talk in the first 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and I just listened to you with a smile. And I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I, this is what I like to think that I could be wrong, but in my head, this is what goes on. I'd like to think that you saw that I wasn't impressed and wasn't like, 
moved by the way you were talking to me that you turned off and you were even you were like yourself with me. You just felt comfortable. I felt like after those first ten, fifteen minutes you came down and you just showed your yourself with how to do it and this is what I was drawn to um when you were talking. So yeah. Yeah, it just it just it kinda worked and we how we sat there and talked for hours. Um how long do you remember how long we were there? Two, three hours we had dinner for. Yeah, the waitress kept coming back asking if we were like ready to order and we didn't even look at our menu. Like Yeah. Like we were just like it's probably me just being all, like nervous talking. Because remember <laughs> I don't drink, right? So like everybody has like the comforts of like <laughs> Like having a drink and like relaxing. I don't get that first that first drink comfort zone. So uh, yeah, like I don't really remember. I don't remember what we talked about. Honestly, I just remember that like we were very well in sync with a lot of issues. Um, and do you remember any of the conversation we had that day? Uh, well, we definitely talked about spirituality, mm-hmm. um, which obviously that was what a lot of our conversation was about. Um, and then it was about, um, let's see, it was about, oh, you asked me some pretty awkward questions like, so why did you, so why did Junior expert that? Like, you really <laughs> asked this question. Yeah. And I was like, I don't, oh. I don't know. <laughs> like, back in my dating days, like, that really freaks people out talking about their exes. Like, for me, I'm like, here's everything you need to know about my ex. Yeah. But, with you, I feel like that was a real like turn off. Like you really didn't didn't make you feel comfortable. It's about I like I want to know everything. I remember I kept saying that like tell me every. And I remember you being like we're not talking about this. And I'm like no, we are. Like we're totally going in with on this. I want to know every single thing of the reason why you guys broke up. And this is the first date, by the way. And I'm obviously doing it in, like a jovial sense, but uh, it made. Yeah. I remember you were just you're just not like you're you're just weren't used to like and most women aren't just used to guys that are just like straight up open, you know? And I'm just, just, you know, if you listen to podcast, you know, I'm just an open book. I'm like, here it is. Like, here's the, here's the story. Here's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even though you asked those questions, (laughs) our conversation, it was very easy. Yeah. It was, you know, and and seriously, what, do you remember how long I I was four minutes late? You're keeping track on that. Um, how, how long did we have dinner for? Was it two? It was like two or three hours. That was a long time. Yeah, it was probably like yeah, it was like two and a half, three hours. Probably. It's crazy. Like I've never sat at dinner, nor would I want to sit at dinner with anyone that long. Oh my god, it was so long. Um, but we actually ended up canceling the dessert part of it because it was just getting so late. I think. Do I remember correctly that it was a it was a weeknight? Yeah, it was a Tuesday. How do you remember that? <laughs> because I always remember things that are special to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Obviously, I don't. Um, There's a lot of first dates in that point. Okay, there were a lot of first dates. I had to I keep up with everything. I mean, I yeah, like you met me at the sort of the tail end of my heyday. You know, like it was kind of it was it was October, right? I'm sure you remember the day. What day was it? October twenty second. Okay. <laughs> what time do we meet for dinner? Six o'clock. Damn, you're good. You're good. Okay, so 
Um, we left. I remember I walked her to her car. I had taken an Uber because parking in Little Italy is the worst. Um, anything else on that night stick out to you? Because I don't think there was much more that really was like. I remember I I, I never kiss on the first date because it takes the pressure off for me. So we didn't kiss or anything. Um, but anything else like stand out from that date that we need to like mention? No, I think we basically covered it. Okay, and then like. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was early. You were late. So yeah. Yeah. The, which the, the last time that ever happened, by the way. <laughs> I want to make sure that's on the record too. <laughs> I'll be damned from every every gathering since then. If she is not 30 minutes late to everything we do now, it's like payback for that one time I was three minutes late. Um, I I want more. <laughs> <laughs> I want to point out a couple of just, just key points. And you can, if you want to add any more, you can. Um, on date three, uh, her and I went to this little Italian restaurant over in Little Italy. And we, I'm sorry, not Little Italy, and Liberty Station. And I remember that you and I had to, had to have the conversation. Was it the second date or third date where I told you, like, hey, I'm dating other women. Like, I just need you to know this. That was date two. That was date two? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is what we had. I, you know, I, I, I always try to be very honest with that. I don't remember how it came up, but I remember just being like, "Listen, I got to be honest with you. Like, I'm dating other women, and I don't. I have no idea when I'm going to be looking to be in a relationship." And that conversation, out of anyone that I had that conversation with, it hits you the absolute hardest. Um, what do you remember? Like, what kind of went through your head when we had that conversation? I was wondering why the heck you were telling me this, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I appreciated your honesty, but to me, to me, um, I don't know. I just felt like it was something that should have been left unsaid. Like, I kind of, it was only our second date, and I kind of would have assumed you were still talking to other women, and vice versa like i don't know it's just our second date so i just now wasn't something to be i by the way um got shit for that conversation <laughs> for a long time because i saw and i like physically saw this wall go up with this woman because we had this great first date. And then we go to this really cute little Italian restaurant and we're sitting there and I bring up this topic. I literally like just saw, I could like feel this wall go up with you. And I was like this, that conversation did not go well. Um, I felt like you were, you were going to be done at that point. It just felt like you were so closed and cold. Off, um, so closed and, and cold and closed and <laughs> closed off that you aren't going to want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely had my guard up for sure that night. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, again, I just wish it was something that we didn't have to talk about. It's kind of like I already, I already knew. I just wish you didn't bring it up. It, just, it didn't make me feel special in that moment, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Do we kiss that night or no? We didn't kiss that night, did we? No, you wanted to. And I was like, mm-mm. Nope. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> she said she said she's literally, you said you weren't going to kiss me until I wasn't dating other women. Remember that? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And she kept saying, like, you're going to give me mouth herpes. <laughs> I just remembered all that. Yeah, she's like, I'm not, listen, there's no possible way I'm going to kiss you. There's going to be zero kisses. I try to kiss her that date because I always try to kiss on the second date, not the first date, right? And she said, there's absolutely 0% chance I'm going to kiss you while you're still dating other women. Okay, fast forward to date three. <laughs> Date three was fun because date three is when I cooked for you, right? So she came over and I cooked for her. Because she kept saying, she was like, there's this one guy I dated that was so great. And let me tell you what he did for me. It's so unique. He cooked for me. And I was like, and she was like, just, you were so taken back by the fact that a man would like cook for you. So I, I was like, okay, okay. I see you. I see you. So brought her over. And I cooked her. What do we? They make tacos. Yeah, we had vegan tacos that night. And then I took her to a because I was. It was like around Halloween time, maybe Halloween weekend or something. And we went over to the haunted house over in San Diego. Now you had never done a haunted house before. We went to this haunted house. We got back, and I tried again. I was like, you know what? Because she was terrifying the haunted house and. It was like this kind of this fun, flirty thing we did because, you know, she was scared and we just, it was cute. I thought it was cute. And then we, uh, I decided to try to go, because she told me again, remember, don't, I'm not going to kiss you until you're not dating other women. And then I was like, you know what? We're going to give it a shot. And I went in for the kiss. And this time I was successful. Why did you decide to kiss me that night? Because you had, you had made the stance before you weren't going to do it. Why you pulled me in? <laughs> <laughs> I forced my, my lips upon you. No, but it was at the end of the night. You walked into my car. And I gave you a hug. And I was like, hey, thank you. And you just kind of pulled me in. And How was that first kiss? Oh, don't get bashful now. It was nice. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that after I kissed her, I was like, because like she was like, <laughs> it had been kind of a crazy, the whole thing had been kind of crazy, right? Like I, I broke things off and got back together and like, I'm dating other women and like, I'm not kissing you. It was like, you just kind of like, <laughs> and oh. so I kissed her. And the first thing I said after that was I was like, I was like, you, I was like, just like, oh, you. And, and you thought I said, ooh. (laughs) Yeah. Because you said you. And I was like, ew. (laughs) (laughs) She thought after her first kiss, I said, ooh. And so that, then that was like a, that was a thing for a little while. And Mm -hmm. that's how this whole situation started. Now, here you are on a podcast. Who would have thought? Well, the story is honestly, I mean, it's been quite a journey. It's been quite a journey that you and I have been through because, um, you know, let's, let's like fast forward a little bit now. So you and I are dating, we're doing all these cute dates, do all this Christmas stuff. And there's part of me that's are there, a big part of me is like, I, I really feel something special with this girl. Um, and I had gone back to therapy because again, I'm still like, dating multiple women and it's getting confusing and I'm not quite sure like what I want to do. And I, I'm really, 
I'm I'm pretty much still I know there's part of me that's still hung up on this girl that I had dated before. Like there was a part of me that just like I couldn't get over. And so that's why I went back to therapy because I really wanted to figure out like what am I supposed to do with this? I can't progress with Miss California. I basically need either like, I need to like piss or get off the pot. Like we, it was like we break up and then we go a couple of weeks and somebody would text somebody. We'd start talking again. It was just, it was just kind of crazy back and forth. Um, and this is where the whole thing starts to get fun. Here's where the story starts to get fun. So here it is. It's probably, is it January? Yeah. Oh, I think it was right after the holidays because I went home to Georgia for Christmas. Then you went to New York with your family mm-hmm. right after that. And I think this is like right when you and I came back. And mm-hmm. I remember that I took you over to Takaya. Um, were we going? Did we just go to dinner that night or did we go see a musical too? I think we just went to dinner, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember like, okay, like I, before I even like try to, move any further i need to like have a conversation with this woman like i don't even know i didn't know like how you were feeling at this point i didn't know if you were still dating somebody i didn't really know because again we were just kind of after that first conversation about the you know are you dating other people are you not we didn't really we didn't really like say much more after that right uh about like our our dating life and so i felt like okay i need to see if this girl's getting serious about me but I had also just gotten some really interesting news. Um, so, <laughs> and this, this, <laughs> this is my favorite part of the story right here. So, she, sweet little thing over here. Um, we go to dinner and I'm like, listen, there's two things I need to talk to you about. Number one is I really, I'm, I'm in, I definitely have feelings for you and I feel like I'm at a place where I want to figure out if you and I can like be in a relationship or not. Are you in a place to do that? And did you give me an answer that night or did you not? No, I did. I was like, no, no. I said the feelings are mutual and I feel like, yeah, the feelings are mutual. So I didn't give you an answer. I was like, okay, but now I need to tell you something else that's going to really <laughs> rock the boat. <laughs> <laughs> And this is where we will end our story for today. If you are a certified fan, you will be able to get the whole story. We talk for oh, what's uh, about an hour and 20 minutes about everything. What we go into is how it felt when, you know, we kept dating when I was unemployed, but, you know, I wasn't 100% committed to the situation. Getting the news of me moving to Baltimore, like, why didn't she quit then? What's her final straw going to be with me? Like, what's going to be the breaking point with me? And um, what else? We just went into a lot. We went into a lot. So if you want to get to know Miss California a little bit better and our situationship a little bit better, become a certified fan, and you'll instantly get access to what I'm calling Miss California. 
California Uncut, which is our whole situation and kind of where it's going. If you would like to become a certified fan and hear the whole entire episode, the other uh, Miss California Uncut, then just text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. You can join right there, and I will shoot you all the information of how you can get that unreleased episode of Miss California Uncut. But yeah, I'm genuinely curious on your thoughts on her. I don't know if it's uh, too easy for you or too soon for you to tell, uh, but uh, you know, what do you think? Just from our little stories alone. And I think when you really hear the second part and God, that awkward situation that went down and then the just everything and just kind of like what we both want in life. Like, do you think she'd be a good partner for me? So shoot me a listen to the other episode. Shoot me a message on Instagram or you can text me at 888-Kramer8 or email me that guy Kramer at gmail.com. And I'm genuinely curious what you think about it. This is the first time I've ever done this where I've brought a girl on who I'm dating for like <laughs> for it to be picked apart. So use it to your advantage. Cool story here in a couple seconds. There's a restaurant uh, that was that spent years serving the community. But if it wasn't the community serving the restaurant back, it probably wouldn't have remained open. The good news in just a couple seconds. All right, I'll tell you that story in a couple seconds here in the good news uh, about uh, this, like this restaurant supported the community for so many years, and now it's because of the community that they're able to stay open. I like the story, so hang on for that. Welcome to the good news. In case you're new, we do the good news at the end of every podcast. It's uh, we leave with this, and then we do a, a made me laugh or a made me think, and then we uh, we say goodbye for today. And we just again just thank you for being here. So uh, first, let me tell you the story about this guy named Daryl Slater. He's counting his blessing this Thanksgiving for sure because he's got a lot to be grateful for. He's 71 years old. He lives over in Kansas. He got diagnosed with COVID, and it was June 13th. And his wife, after quarantining for two weeks, she was fine he was not though he also has parkinson's and room um, rheumatoid arthritis and so he all went to the hospital and doctors like they weren't very optimistic about what was going to happen so slater's family was warned that there was a chance he wasn't going to make it several times doctors told them that he was the sickest patient in the whole entire hospital and then they transferred him to a different hospital where he finally tested negative for covid in september 18th so he had covid for real for like like two months. It's crazy. Uh, his wife and his daughters never gave up on the, his recovery, though, and he continued to improve slowly. And then after 96 days, he finally came off the ventilator and he was able to move to a medical rehab facility where he spent another seven weeks. But now Slater has beaten the odds. After 118 days, he finally got to go home for Thanksgiving. So cool, right? He um, uh, says, he says, we are his, I'm sorry, his daughter, his daughter says, we just want to tell the story because we don't want anyone to give up. You just can't give up. And if you know anything about Jimmy Mack, my dad, the term is never give up. And there's another reason of why you never shouldn't. It took him 118 days to recover from COVID. But he did it. All right. Here's a cool story about this uh, this restaurant. It's over in D.C. And um, they're known for offering free meals to the homeless. But they almost went out during uh, went out of business during the pandemic. But it was the community that they kept them going. Uh, the guy's name is Kazi. And he opened up this place called the – I'm going to mess this up. But it's the Sakina Halal, Halal Grill. I'm probably screwing that up. But back in 2013, they opened that. And it says that his restaurant was financially underwater since it's a commercial area that's surrounded by a bunch of offices and hotels that's been mostly empty since March. 
So facing with the idea they may have to close their doors for good, their team created a GoFundMe campaign to bring in donations, and the response has been amazing. Their goal was to raise just was I shouldn't say just, but was to raise two hundred fifty thousand dollars. That was not only met but exceeded. In over a week, they received over nearly three hundred thousand dollars. So uh, Kazi says that I have tears in my eyes for weeks out of fear of losing everything, and now I have tears of joy that I received such a tremendous amount of support from all over the world. Says I appreciate every person that participated, whether um, whether with their best wishes or with donations, they made this dream alive again. And I think that's a very cool thing. You know, I think that's good karma. You're over here and you're giving back to the community, and now the community's giving back to you. And I think it's a super special story. So feel happy. All right. So yeah, at the end of the show, we do something called either make me think or made me laugh. And I want to go to Steve Harvey because Steve Harvey breaks it down. And what are you supposed to do when you got a guy that won't commit? <laughs> that may be me. I may be the, the guy that doesn't want to, doesn't want to commit. Okay. It's, it's very simple. And when I tell women how to do this, they say, well, suppose this and what, okay, you can, you can suppose yourself to death. You have every right to know where your life is going. Your life is not placed in the hands of no man that ain't committed to you. This ain't your husband. He's not your husband. Marjorie belongs to me. She, she mine. But guess what? I belong to her. I'm hers. I, somebody heard me say that and said, you can't talk to your wife like she's a piece of property. What are you talking about? She mine. What the <laughs> she mine. But guess what? I'm hers. She belonged to me. I don't know how you call that piece of property. You call it whatever you want. She mine. I tell you what, mess with it and see what happens. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to show you how much she mean to me. So until you get that commitment from a, a dude, you don't have to. But you got to call their bluff. It's real simple. Get your dog, pack up, and go. Watch what he do. Stop letting him talk you back. Because every time he talk you back, he go right back to that same old, same old. Don't he? Don't he? And your intuition is telling you the right thing. And what I try to tell women is, Judge Toler came on my show and said something really profound. She said her grandmother told her, don't let a man have to tell you twice he don't want you. Don't let him have to tell you twice now. All right, that's it for today. Thank you so much. Hopefully, you'll be able to go listen to our part two of the, uh, well, I should say it's the uncut. You'll still hear parts of what you already heard, but you'll hear about an hour and hour and 20 minutes-ish of us having a conversation about our whole situationship. And listen, we get in some pretty hard issues too, man. Like, I'm, I didn't want, I told her, don't sugarcoat this. Like, not an easy situation at all. And uh, she did not. So if you're a certified fan, that episode is available for you. Check your email or just go to the Facebook group. I'll make sure by the time this episode is uh, published, I'll have the password for you to listen to that episode up there. If you're not a certified fan, just text the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. Make sure you have subscribed to this podcast, please. If you do nothing more, then you go just subscribe to this podcast. And if you will, if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us five stars. That would be super helpful. Got a lot to catch up on. Just some regular stuff tomorrow with an Ask My Mom and just life. We got a lot to talk about. It's been almost a week. So, all right. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.